this time that the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart, the hearing and understanding of those present may be acceptable in your sight now and forevermore. Amen. Well, we have a little story in the Gospel of Luke back in the second chapter of when Jesus was a little baby, uh, his parents, being good Jewish parents, took him to the temple to have him blessed. Now, there at the temple was a prophet named Simeon. Simeon had been told by God that he would not die until he had seen the Messiah. What good news for him, huh? And here comes Mary and Joseph with the baby Jesus, and Simeon knows who it is. He was so excited. And in their encounter, he speaks these words to Mary. This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. A sword will pierce your own soul too. What a, what a hard thing to hear. And what a hard thing to come true. We move forward in time, 30-some years, and we find Jesus nailed to the cross. And there at his feet is his mother, Mary. Her heart pierced. How awful see such a thing. Now, we as, as, as Christians today, we still look upon that scene and think, oh, what a horrible thing to have witnessed. But hopefully as Christians, we understand the importance of it. We understand that this was for our benefit. This was for the benefit of all humankind. But if we look at this picture of the mother and her child... If you're parents yourself, you understand that even at the age of, I guess they're saying now that Jesus was about 35 when he was crucified, even at that age, he's still your child. It's kind of funny, I had a phone call the other day at the jail. A woman wanted me to check on her baby boy. He was almost 50, but he's still her baby boy. But the, but the last, of, the last there of his followers were Mary and John. Now, we also hear from the accounts in the gospel that we know Jesus had four brothers and some sisters. It doesn't say how many. It just says sisters. 
But they weren't there. They weren't there. In the Gospel of John, chapter 19, verses 25 through 27, near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Dear woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Now Mary had at least four more sons. But here is your son. And here is your mother. Basically, here is your family. Let's all put it together. Here is your family. Hopefully, we accept as Christians that when we become Christians, we are in the family of God. We are brothers and sisters united in Christ. And hopefully, that means something to us. I know we don't all have the best of relations with some of our relations. That's a sad fact of the world. Well, maybe, it's a, maybe it's a sad fact with our Christian family as well. But we are meant to take care of one another. I know in... in I've been having a rough time recently with you know, the passing of my mother. And I know Robin not too long ago with her own father's passing. We've had a tremendous outpouring from our Christian brothers and sisters in particular. And it makes it easier As I could imagine, Mary may have had some comfort in John being there for her. Now we know that eventually at least two of Jesus' brothers became his followers. James and Jude, who later wrote books in the Bible, but they might not have believed in him at the time. Imagine if your older brother told you that he was the Messiah. Would you believe him? But the importance here of this little family. This little family, taking care of itself in this time of trouble. We 
are here to comfort one another. And I think it's also important for us to seek comfort from one another when we need it. I know a lot of people are ready to just suffer in silence. They don't want to be a bother. They don't want to be a burden. But it's better to not be alone, isn't it? It's better to have someone there, wherever that may be. And here we are, in this place, a little family. Brothers and sisters. Hopefully, if you don't have the best relations with your own relations, there is still a point where you can turn to them. There is still a point where they should be there for you. I mean, that's, that's the way it should be. I know this image of the family of God is a difficult one sometimes for some people who, who have had problems in family. I know I've had people tell me, you know, you really shouldn't refer to God as the father because there are some people out there who have bad relationships with their fathers. Well, they shouldn't have. They should have the kind of father that they should have had. The kind of father God is to us. And we should have the kind of family that we're supposed to have with one another. I hope you did. But that shouldn't drive you away from this family. Here is your family. I hope we can see that. I hope we can understand that. And I hope we can use that when we need it. I hope we understand that we can be there for one another when we are needed. And I hope that we realize that others are there for us when we need them. There's no reason for any of us to suffer alone. I hope we are reaching out. And I hope that gets a response.
That is the picture I think that Jesus is showing here. There have been many times in his ministry where he made it clear to his disciples that they were meant to be a family. But I think it is so very clear here with Mary and John. As they know, they still have each other in this hard time. And this possibly one of the worst days of Mary's life. To know that this family was here for her when the rest of her family was not. Here is your family. This program has been copyrighted under the Creative Commons Attributes Non-Commercial Share-Alike License. If you would like to contact Colin, please feel free to email colinroberts412 at gmail.com. is over, your service may now begin. Let us go from this place rejoicing, knowing that where we go, we have family. Amen.